2: Pod Save the Queen. Hello, and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's royal podcast. I'm your host, Anne Grepper, and I am joined once again by Daily Mirror now royal editor Hello. Russell Myers. Hello, and our style director, Amber Graffland. Hello. So, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're here, it's our last recording in this room. We've got some new magic buttons, thanks <laughs> to Daniel Jackson. So, it's all very exciting. And
0: Excitement is too much.
2: It's It's been a little while since the three of us were together. Last time we talked, it was the aftermath of Prince Philip's crash. You yes. were dashing off on another assignment, yep. and it was all
0: spoke from the airport. I
2: spoke from the airport, so it was all very exciting. Back to normal service today, although ahead of an exciting outing tomorrow, which we'll tell you more about at the end. But... The uh, the Fab Four, as yeah. they were as they were dubbed when they hit hit uh, hit life as a foursome last year, have been having a busy old time as well. We've
0: been out and about, haven't we? So lots, of, lots have been going on over the last couple of weeks.
2: So I've been having a bit of a, a run back through it. I think there's at least sort of twelve different days, or between them, they've had sort of days of activity. Um, sometimes together, uh, William and Kate together. Sometimes Harry and Meghan together. But also quite a lot of individual engagements and it feels like there's a bit of a step change in okay this is work time
0: definitely well especially for obviously Megan is um, pregnant as if you hadn't noticed. No, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too sure we we knew, but uh, so she is, you know, all guns blazing. She's got these patronages that she's been doing, and um, she's, you know, throwing herself into work before she goes on off on maternity leave. Not too sure how long it will be at the moment. Whether it's six or sort of six nine months, twelve months. But with her first child, she's obviously going to be off for a while, and this is sort of her first big um, moment on the uh, on the royal stage with these patronages uh, patronages if i can say it properly that have been announced recently so yeah she's been very very busy over the last couple of weeks
2: and she's completed visit- visits to all of those now which yes. we'll, we'll come back to but her like her most recent big visit was with harry down yes. to bristol last last friday in with the Bananagate. snow <laughs> Banana Gate. So, well, tell, tell well, us. Well, so yes, let's, let's, so, start, yeah. so let's go they had straight into Banana Gate. No,
0: as the uh, as the headline writers were saying. Well, it was very, you know, it was awful weather over the weekend, and then um, they were, on Friday they were in Bristol and they went to the Bristol Old Vic, which is the oldest, oldest English, um, oldest. Theatre in the English-speaking world, I am told. Uh, So they went there, had a couple of demonstrations with uh, uh, some children who um, perform at the Old Vic. They went to um, a, a women's charity... Um, called 125, I think it was called. And um, and then we had this sort of big moment where Meghan exclaimed that she had an idea. So, so just for a bit of background, if you haven't already seen it, the charity prepare um, food parcels and they have this bus that goes out to visit sex workers in Bristol, which is in the west of England, if you didn't know. And um, they prepare these food parcels with some bananas and drinks and what have you. And Meghan suddenly exclaimed that she was in charge of banana messaging quite bizarre uh, turn of events. But then she grabbed this sort of Sharpie pen from someone and started writing these affirmation messages that she had seen a dinner lady do for a load of kids in America. And it's split people down the middle on it. I mean, I think I wasn't there, but I obviously spoke to reporters who were. And seeing it unfold, I think everyone sort of, their jaws hit the floor. They didn't really know what to expect or what was actually happening but then when you sort of take a step back from it, it was, um, you know, you, you could potentially say it was from a good place that she'd done it um, from the heart that she was you know wanting these you know, women who are obviously vulnerable in the community to feel loved and appreciated. And that's what she'd written on the messages. You are loved. You are brave. You are strong. But obviously, um, as with anything to do with Megan, it's sort of split opinion down the middle. I don't know how you both thought about yeah, it, but
2: seeing, looking back over things, so the quotes from one sex work saying it was, you know, it was sweet to have these messages, and there was another one saying it was offensive. I mean, I think you kind of got the feeling that it was spontaneous by the nature of the, like the messages weren't possibly if she'd had a bit more time and thought about it, then she might have come up with something slightly more, like, profound, I guess. It, it feels very different. Well,
0: how profound can you be on a banana? Someone has <laughs> defaced my banana on my desk, I don't know if you've seen. But getting a... my, uh, my colleagues. So, uh, like, like, I don't know how profound you can be. They certainly weren't, because it was rather rude.
2: But is I mean, who, who knew that bananas were so good at sending messages? Like, <laughs> looking, at the, looking at the messages that... Um, the dinner lady has been writing in in virginia um stacy truman so her the messages that, that you can give to a child in a in a lunchbox i mean like you know be curious or be you mm. know the, schools have any number of mottos like written up as like new age messaging around the walls now I mean, you know that kind of thing like don't uh, you know be kind to your friends or yeah. you can be brilliant or whatever but well, I, I think it's quite
0: American. It's like, good job. It's, uh, you know, it's you know, this whole I concept of it, fist pumping.
1: It's quite a, something that maybe would have worked better with an American audience. I don't know. And as you say, you're in safer ground when you're trying to inspire some school children. But when you're dealing with something that's a little bit more delicate and people that maybe would have felt offended had she thought it through, then maybe she would have approached it differently. But I think hats off to her for trying to bring a person. She does these engagements official engagements and yeah of course it feels personal because they get to meet her but i think she really was trying to add another dimension to it the truly took personal touch from her so it, it definitely came from the heart and it was a good intention and yeah, it is kind think... of that
2: difference as well between you know someone who is a duchess for sure you know, living in a palace yeah. wearing designer clothes I can't remember Very how much, expensive. You know, she's she she wearing a you know fourteen hundred pound Oscar <laughs> de la Renta dress when she's doing this with a you know vintage coat, but this expensive designer dress, sending a message to a sex worker, and that is both a nice thing, but it's also highlighting that kind of different. The different places that you're at in society. Definitely. And
0: Listen, she's she's making these engagements her own. That's for sure. I mean, I've I, been speaking about the you know the fact that she hadn't made a speech in any of her patronages yet, and I think we'll touch upon that in a minute. But you know, when she does go to these engagements, she's she's making them work. Uh, um, there was a Kate engagement yesterday and it's Children's Mental Health Week this week and we have been told that um, Duchess of Cambridge is super interested it's one of her key areas of work with children's mental health there is a, a big event next week that she's going to be going to and speaking on a panel I'm led to believe but she didn't she went to two schools yesterday, and it was about children's mental health. It was safe for internet day as well. Her and William have spoken about you know the perils of social media so it, it, my view was that yesterday she didn't say anything of note, and it ended up being picture captions in the paper and online about her cuddling a dog and speaking about Charlotte eating olives whereas at least Megan is putting herself out there and doing something quite bold that gets people talking. And now, the you know, the chief executive of this charity said we're a small charity that deals with, you know, a few dozen sex workers over the course of the year and our profile has been massively raised and they will probably get a lot of, you know column inches and donations from there whereas realistically i think the the kate engagement fell very flat yesterday so it's a
1: wasted opportunity as you say because this is something they feel massively. passionate about the really important causes yep. that's a great platform yep. to, for someone to come out and say something really really meaningful
0: Hugely. listen the, the, all the all the country's press are there arguably the world's press because reuters and pa are at these royal engagements and for the duchess of cambridge not to do anything yesterday i mean i was really shocked i thought she's with kids It's Children's Mental Health Week. It is specifically targeted for this specific reason and this audience. And maybe she's saving it up to make a big barnstorming speech about the perils of social media next week. But to be honest, if she doesn't, then questions are going to start to be asked. Well, you know, I think the the royals need to be putting themselves out there. So fair play to Meghan for actually doing it.
2: Would Meghan, the Duchess, or any of the other royals, would they get to meet sex workers? Like have have any like is it something that Diana ever did that you know of? Not too think. sure, but it I mean It just feels like it's one of those almost like taboo areas that maybe would be too taboo even for them to to go near and maybe that was the only way that she could yeah have maybe
0: and i have that I that think do think of you know, it, it was it was a little bit I've little bit i a i bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a of a tiny little kitchen and oh yes they're preparing you know food parcels for these downtrodden women and this is what we do well realistically that has kick-started a massive national international conversation so you know it's, it's sure raising the be, profile of these of these people devastated
1: to think that she defended some people i mean that's
0: yeah no and i don't think i mean there was you know there was some um, reports that it had been um, contrived, or it had been, uh, it was from, you know, not exactly the right place. I don't buy that, to be no. honest. I think whether, if you were speaking to the chief executive who personally came out, who's so invested in this charity, and she said, there's no way it was it would have been taken like that. So I, I, I would trust her viewpoint on it, to be honest. Well it's yeah.
2: great as well that Meghan feels comfortable to be spontaneous Definitely. in this situation still and isn't feeling you know, well it's what we love about them life. as a
1: couple when you see them together. Mm. Harry and Meghan, the fact that they are more sp- spontaneous than the other royals. And it would be a shame to see them lose that actually. So I think it should I think we should encourage it. they they represent the younger Part of the royal family moving forward, so they they kind of need to break that mold, and they need to be doing things that you know that kind of appeal to a wider audience. And I think that if anything, they can do, to, you know, to go along that path is, is positive. Largely,
0: the reaction has been positive over it. I mean, there's been a bit of you know column inches about how, whether it was um, whatever, but it, I think that Meghan putting herself out there will actually help Harry. And I think I'd spoken on a previous pod about when we were in Dublin, Harry used to you know be, get right involved. I'm, I'm told from my colleagues who've been doing it a lot longer than me, but right involved with anything, whether it was playing rugby, um, getting involved with kids and stuff, doing, you know, theatrics. And when we were in Dublin, he wouldn't pick up the hurley when they were in Croke Park and he wouldn't have a go, you know, with the football. And that was a bit like, well, you're here with all the photographers. You've got to get involved. And Megan was the one saying to him, get involved, pick up the hurley, smash it out the park. She was the one saying to him. And this was, I can't remember, it was like last uh, spring, maybe before... I think it was the first big engagement. I can't remember what it was, maybe last summer. However, if she's the one saying, go on, get out there and do it, then we can only benefit personally as journalists and the charities that are going to benefit from him actually getting involved and doing something.
2: Carry on being you, essentially. Yes, Mm. yes, yeah, definitely. And I don't think she's
0: going to stop, is she? She's pretty confident in herself and she knows who she is as a person. She knows... The ideas that she has and, and, and the way to raise the profile of certain so yeah. fair play.
2: One thing, I guess, that did um, get picked up from Kate's um, visit yesterday, other than the dog, There's a lot of dogs featuring royal engagements about, yeah. at the moment. Like, <laughs> Megan's been cuddling any number of dogs, and Kate met the school dog. Having a school dog, genius... I think I, I think Herbie.
0: I'm, I think is Herbie. Name, was oh, it? No. Yeah, Herbie, I know. Herbie the dog.
2: But like I never got to have a dog when I was little. And I don't think I'm going to have a dog now I'm grown up because it's oh, gosh. working <laughs> too long. Like but like I could have had one on at the, school on the and that would have been great. Couch oh, My I children mean, had
1: a, a dog at school. Yeah, that was a thing. We had gerbils at secondary no, school. No, my kids did. Really? Yeah, gosh. yeah, they had a school Who dog? Looks after it in the night then. Obviously goes home with whoever owns the, the, the headmistress it was her. Oh, she is her donkey like lets
0: it roam around the school.
1: Yeah.
2: bloody yeah. Cute. So yeah, so I'm I've, I've going to start a campaign for It'll an office dog. I'm not too office, sure. <laughs> office, office dog is the answer. Like the so we have we're lucky enough in the mirror that we have various people come in to visit um, on a sliding scale of excitement of things that have been in the office. Uh, the Super Bowl trophy was here last week. Mr
0: Blobby, not very much excitement. But
2: Mr Blobby, uh, Who is like I
0: like, heard you even a
2: 1990s. TV personality in inverted commas which is basically a man dressed in a giant pink suit rubber suit giant pink blobby rubber suit with yellow spots on wandering around being silly quite terrifying if you don't know who it is But the most excitement I think there's possibly ever been in the office is when the Andrex puppy came to visit, oh, which is basically dear, a, a, a oh, lost there's, their minds. There's, there's smiling and nodding and like looking uh, uh Amber which looks little warm and cozy lab- over the other labrador, side of
0: it. A, tiny yeah, a labrador little golden puppy. labrador
2: puppy that is used to advertise toilet, toilet paper.
0: paper. <laughs> but anyway,
2: easy. right, that aside into so, the yes, psyche so, of British journalists. But yes, so the thing that did get picked up on Kate's engagement yesterday was the, um, the thing that makes her happy. The thing yes. that She brought the picture. Yeah, which was sweet. So
0: again, I, again, this was part of mental health. Uh, Children's Mental Health Week, speaking she's part of Place to Be, which is a charity, does loads of stuff with kids' mental health. And she was speaking to a load of kids, and she said, this is the one thing that made me, made me happy. It's a bit of a show-and-tell moment. And she produced a photograph that they put on their Christmas card. And when we saw little Prince Louis... Um, and which was really nice. they all sort of wearing this country attire. Um, Christmas photograph, and I thought that was really sweet. But then she should, in my opinion, have gone on and ex- you know explained that. Stuff about mental health, about social media. Maybe think about things that are more important to you, like your family and your friends, rather than what's going on in the internet sphere. But
2: but maybe because it was a school visit and she's talking to children, it's difficult to do that kind of that speech feel and that flavour, or you know, unless she did an assembly. Yeah, I just felt it fell a
0: bit flat, and and I think that is a massive feeling for all of my you know colleagues who write about the royals and that there are these very um, great opportunities to put yourself out there and speak about it. And I know that William has been really vocal. We saw him in Davos a couple of weeks ago speaking about the environment and you know he's spoken about mental health and Harry has as well. You know, Harry spoke to one of the um, kids, I think this was in Bristol as well, but he cleared the room and he spoke to a young teenage lad who got very emotional about talking about when he'd, he'd lost his father And Harry was, you know, Harry took that moment, cleared everyone out of the room, cleared all the sort of PAs, the journos, and just, you know, and it was very diligent of the reporters who were there afterwards to find out what the conversation was about. And it was about this lad was sort of welling out about talking about his father and about uh, this charity that's helped him deal with grief. And he said, listen, I've dealt with exactly the same thing. So these human elements are really important. And, you know, it might not be that... Um, Kate has personal experience of dealing with the ills of social media with her children however she is a mum that it's going to happen and if she's really passionate about it then you know get out there and say it because you've got a platform and I think you've got to use it
2: because William talked as well about um, or I think it was referenced earlier about how initially like famous people didn't really want to get involved with the Heads Together campaign which is Harry and um William and Kate's sort of initial mental health so campaign about how they that they really years. which is astonishing. And that you know it was it at that stage it was quite taboo and people didn't want to talk about their own mental health in case you know it, in case it hampered their career I guess or because they didn't feel comfortable doing it which you know fine if you don't feel comfortable doing it then then you shouldn't be forced into doing it but he he, he said he just felt there'd been a huge sea change I guess from him and Harry actually being a bit more Open or, and, and putting it on the table and saying this is an important thing to talk about because he talked in um, as he said he talked in Davos it was on a panel mm. with Jacinda Arden from yes. New Zealand yeah from
0: New Zealand and and the big moment was speaking to um, Sir David Attenborough. About you know the environment and and what we are doing as as a world and a population, and that's and he was sort of turning the table on us really, turning journalists. I think we'd said last time, which is which is amazing. He's he's really settling into himself as in this statesman like role. I was very
1: confident it when was, he was, was asking was good, those questions. You know? He and enjoys
0: that role. The, back when you know it was one of my first, what well, was my first Royal tour? I think when we went to uh, the Middle East, and he was speaking to Ruben Rivlin and Ariel Sharon. And Moham uh, Abbas uh, Mahmoud Abbas were um saying it's on the world stage, and that is definitely what we're going to see more of him as he settles into this role, prepping him for the prince of wales' job
2: because he he does seem to be doing more of those formal duties I and mean, he's he's done two investiture ceremonies yeah, you, on behalf of the queen yeah. so far this year he's the visit that he did with Kate was to Scotland, and you know, I guess it, one of his duties is to visit each of the um, each of the nations on a fairly regular basis. I would presume mm. it's a relatively formal thing. That is somewhere where Kate did make a, a speech at the V&A um, in Dundee. Yes. So she, you know, she has been she has been speaking a bit, but like you say, that kind of that Davos moment and that place on the world stage that he is. And, he he's, and he's looking
0: comfortable with it, you know. I mean, there's, um, Harry's getting better we, when he was speaking at the Invictus Games, both the opening and closing ceremonies, made a, a couple of decent speeches, definitely helped by Megan. There was those sort of monochrome pictures that were put out of, of her sitting the only person in the audience taking him through his lines. But definitely, I think we're going to see this over the next couple of years that William especially is going to put himself out there on the, on the world stage.
2: And Harry made a speech as well, just trying to find my... Notes. So it was a Commonwealth-related one, but he spoke quite sweetly, you know about how about becoming, becoming a, a dad, father yeah. is changing how he thinks about things, essentially. Um, as someone who is about to become a father, I am acutely aware of our shared responsibility to make this world more resilient and its inhabitants more encou- more accountable for the next generation. So that, I guess that's continuing that sustainability-type message that they were pushing in their royal tour of Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and again, he's, he's getting better. They obviously... obviously he is um head of the youth commonwealth isn't it so he's he's doing a lot of stuff he's well the commonwealth youth um, youth ambassador and megan's taken on this job with the Association of Commonwealth Universities, which is you know over the f- sort of fifty three countries five hundred universities all putting into this one uh scheme really to support each other and um I was there actually she was wearing a very fetching Givenchy coast and dress
1: yes, she was um a recycled coat. Uh, what We've is it, it with before. this recycled? If you're going to buy
0: a coat which is costing two grand, you better wear it more than once. Well, yeah,
1: it's a bit of a weird message when you, th- when you break it down what... like that. But we don't really see her doing that. We know that Kate likes to wear things again and actually, yes. you know, the last couple of weeks being been a good example of that. We saw her attend um, a, an official a meeting at the Royal Opera House and she was wearing a, an Oscar de la Renta um, Outfit mm. that we've seen before.
2: Oh, it's, I love that one. It's so bright and colourful. I love bright colours. I think yep. I've mentioned this before. So for magenta, uh,
1: like purple colour. Oh yeah, colored, I, said, just, I said. I said like magenta. A
0: day. You, I think it oh, was the, magenta. See, fashion fans, <laughs> you're learning, Russell. I'm learning. You <laughs> there. Some people were questioning me on Twitter of whether it was purple or is it fuchsia. Not a good. Pink. And then, it. of
1: course, on her visit to Dundee, Kate wore um, a McQueen, the Tartan, black watch Tartan outfit that she's owned for six years. That was the third time she'd worn it. Um, so we know Kate does that.
0: Where do they but, store the clothes, do we know?
1: In a very, very big wardrobe. Yes. I think
0: we yeah. might be
2: able to find out a little about bit yeah, about like that tomorrow insight. so so tomorrow amber amber and i are going to go down to kensington palace to get a, a look at the diana fashion exhibition that's there exciting. with um, one this is really of the curators cool. and you know russell if you want to come
1: along and learn about fashion well us, i'm you're already very learning, welcome to come so, along yeah. we could we could just sit back and listen to you tomorrow yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> so this could be yeah, your your platform yeah russell
0: never does fashion said no one never
1: So, yeah, people did make a bit of a fuss about the fact that she wore the Givenchy coat and it was the second time she'd worn it. But we don't really see her do that. And I think it is something that is positive because if you're buying these amazing statement pieces, then why on earth would you not be wearing them again and again and again? Well, not
2: least because, you know, you must have things that you really like
1: to wear, and you just want to keep wearing them because it's great. Yeah, but I can't, obviously. No. Because I'm a fashion editor, and I can't wear things twice. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> the pressure, honestly.
0: Never recycle. Like, having, no. having an
2: excuse to wear your favourite outfits,
1: you know, it must be great from that point of view because they're always doing things where they get to wear like glamorous stuff but also she has incredible taste and the things that she wears are always going to be incredibly stylish so of course she's going to be able to wear these things you know for the next 10 20 30 40 years and i think it's good that we see them doing it but Mm. you're right it does seem ridiculous that we're mentioning the fact that she's worn a coat the second time
2: and i I would imagine as well that as she does more and more royal engagements naturally
1: we will start to see things more frequently yeah, or, you know more rep- more repetition. And on of the sustainable items. mission, she did wear a William vintage coat. I think this is something that I've definitely been trying to encourage people to do. It's not about going out and buying new things all the time. Look at other resources that are around you. There's some incredible vintage clo- clothing out there. They're unique. They make you you're going to wear them and never look like anybody else. And now we've seen that um, that Megan wore a vintage coat. So I think it's a, it's a good message. I think maybe we're going to see more of this moving forward. Um, any other outfits that have particularly stood out for well, you? Well, we had blush. Games in the office this week because obviously we'd already seen Megan in a nude outfit the H&M dress and the Brandon Maxwell jacket but then a couple of days later we saw her wearing a very similar outfit that I then started to refer to as blush which caused a lot of amusement in the office the National Theatre outfit the National Theatre when she looked in well a incredible
2: and be incredibly pregnant like she did That is, you know, she looks she's a very shapely lady. In fact, I'm telling you wrong, the H
1: and M dress you wore with the Armani coat, it was the blush outfit that was the Brandon Maxwell dress with the matching blazer. So when Meghan wore the H and M dress, I had two thoughts. One was this
2: is really funny because they're H and M for Harry and Meghan as well as for <laughs> and I was, didn't even think of that. So it, when it was the um, wedding china was being done, you know, one of the, the memorabilia that could be bought, I think they had reversed they it, it and it was M and H for the for the wedding, which was different from W and K as it had been, mm. for, or William and, W and C maybe it would have been for William and Catherine. Um, Anyway, so I thought,
1: A, this is funny because it's H&M, and I thought, B, Megan's wearing H&M. She's saving some money here. She really saved some money. I mean, that was not coming in at much over £25, was it? Did do you know what when I saw it, do you know what I thought? What did you think? When she put that on, it wasn't as short as that. She then got in the car. It's a bit of a knitted fabric. It's ridden up a little bit, and when she got out of the car, she didn't pull it down. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, she it's... doesn't really wear hemlines like that. I mean, we know she went on date night with Harry once and she wore the short black tuxedo dress, but that was an evening event. and She was obviously out to look a bit wow. I don't think she was out to look wow on that day. I think she just wanted to look very neat and presentable, but it was very short. And I guess you can't, when you're a royal, you can't really get, get
2: out of your nice car, hugging <laughs> <having> your <dressed laughs> <out. laughs> you dress down, pulling your tights off, all of that.
1: <laughs> As uh as us un- un- yes, lady, so like, I, thought. I thought, oh that dress wasn't as short when she puts it on in the morning. Um
2: any other any other outfits that you would what did you think of the Roland Moray? Um so her outfit for the Cirque du Soleil totem um night with um, uh, with Harry, you know, it was a glam evening, so it's this full length
1: navy sequins sort of you know, it didn't it was really, depending on which photograph you saw, I saw some photographs and it looked absolutely fabulous because you could really see the colour of it and you could see the shimmer. But there were other pictures where it looked a bit flat. And I think that's the problem. Often we, we see one photograph and we make a judgment based on that. I think it was actually a very, very fabulous dress.
2: And I think, I suspect it may also be one of those ones that when you see it and it's shimmering and, and moving,
1: yeah. you get a very different experience. And of course, from it. it had the neckline that she loves. I mean, how many pregnant women get to wear floor-length Roland Mouret? It was pretty fabulous.
2: But she did surprise me. She had, like, bright
1: red lippy. Which yeah, was... Yeah, she's been... I think she's um kind of been... We saw the the Colour Clash outfit that she wore as well. Do you remember the... Oh, uh, yeah, that was... That was... Um, where yeah. was that? Was like, back, in Birken, back in Birkenhead. Back in Birkenhead. Yeah, she certainly okay, brightened yeah. up Birkenhead. Oh, yeah. With a Santala coat.
0: Her poor dress red coat was yeah. the of my... yeah. My eagle eye saw.
1: Yes. I mean, I thought it looked really, really striking, and I love those two colours together. They're not naturally colours that maybe you'd put together, but I thought it looked really fantastic. But she usually wears these really muted tones, and we know what she likes to stick to. She knows what works, but she kind of, she's been wearing, kind of going off piste a bit, hasn't she? Yeah, and I guess maybe it has more impact when she does, because so much of the rest of the
2: time, it's, you know, neutrals, blush. yeah. Black navy. Well, know, someone kind of
0: was mentioning possibly. to me the other day about whether uh, The dreaded phrase of whether she's uh, breaking royal protocol, which is absolute nonsense. But wearing she wears a lot of black, and I don't know why they were asking me because they were saying why <laughs> why does she it. wear? She black. A I know now, guru that's why. guru. Yeah. So she was asking me why why. Why does she wear such a lot of black? Because a lot of the royals wear black when they're mourning, which I obviously said was nonsense because you'd Google Kate Black Dress, as I did, uh, and There's it comes up loads. Dresses, yeah. yeah. But she does, I don't know, does she wear a lot of black?
1: Well, I think they are encouraged to wear colour because they go on these you know official visits and people want that photo opportunity yeah, and people want to be yeah. able to spot them. So I think they naturally wear colour. She does wear, wear a lot, but
0: I think... Because you go with the Queen... Any engagement, she's wearing really bright colours. she's the ultimate
1: colour
2: ambassador. And then,
0: you know, uh, Kate's wearing tartan or country attire, those boots that she's had for donkey's years. (laughs) Or, um, you know, obviously the boys are just wearing suits or chinos and whatever. But she does wear a lot of black outfits.
1: Yeah, and of course the nude was hardly... The nude and the blush wasn't exactly uh, bright and uh, zingy. No, I think you're right, but I think... She likes, she likes to do it her way, but she's definitely mixing up more. And it we're be... seeing different variations, which is good. And as you say, the, going back to the Royal Protocol, I love that. Who, who know, will, Where is this Royal, Royal Protocol written? Uh, I, I, just because you don't know it. I want a never-bound <laughs> <laughs> version.
0: I think I've broken Royal Protocol more than she has. The no tights.
1: Is that is that allowed? Well, two black nail two nail times no tights recently. Shock black nail horror. varnish, red lips. I, I mean. don't want to be doing no tights at the moment.
2: It's cold. I know, it's chilly doing no it's Oh, she was, yeah, mm. but um, no, I, I love that outfit. I thought that was that was great. But the other thing at the moment is you know it must be increasingly difficult to dress. I don't you know her body is now very different from what she is used to. So there's there's that from one side, and you know. She, she can either get sort of high street maternity wear or bespoke, mm.
1: expensive maternity what was she wear, wearing in a Bristol? Lot, a lot of this? the time. But she's wearing well, very, very little like actual maternity wear. Things. The H&M dress was a high street maternity dress, but obviously her Givenchy coat she had worn before. Mm. So that still looks fabulous on her. So I think she's very lucky. She's managed to kind of just make things work and isn't really... Because coats, you know, coats you can find... So leave, it, leave it, it open. Is it a cape? It had a cap sleeve detail It wasn't really a cape See. You need to brush up on that I'm afraid
0: <laughs> Next week Tune in Homework
2: Homework for Russell Fashion but, look, nuggets. but it's also like Some of those outfits Are incredible And she's not going to be able To wear them again really no. It's going to be really difficult Until You know If they have another baby Yeah But it must be frustrating if you found something that you really like it and that's just like, I've got... There's a very small window in Mm. which you can wear it. And whereas mere mortals would wear wear it to everything that they could for the three weeks that it was the right size for their bump... Yeah. She
1: can't really do that, probably, unless it's like... Most pregnant women... Make get a mission to buy as little maternity wear as possible because, you know, it's a complete waste of money. You don't feel particularly fabulous anyway, so why are you going to waste the money on it? But I guess... Maybe she's just hope.
0: wearing jogging bottoms and oversized T-shirts. At, at home. home,
1: I think she does, yeah. <laughs> or yo- <laughs> yoga, her yoga
2: outfits. Yes. Um, what have we got to look forward to next with the Royals?
0: OK, so we have a few engagements. Uh, also, worth mentioning that it is well, kind of been confirmed that as... I had said previously that they, Harry and Meghan, are moving to Frogmore in March. That is definitely the plan, um, and obviously the baby's coming in April or May. Late
2: April, early May. Late As April, Meghan early let May. As she lets slip in one of her. As she her-
0: lets slip. Um, so well, and we will know what builders can be like. So <laughs> that might go do think, over. Do you I'm think not they're having sure. a mare with their builders? Uh, can, you imagine, can you imagine her going down? <laughs> To say, she's making the,
1: them tea all the Harry's time. Harry's
0: out there telling to pull their finger out. But, <laughs> so that is the plan, for them to go and move there, which then opens up the possibility of Megan having the baby elsewhere than the Lindo Wing. I still think it will be the Lindo Wing. There's been reports that the, all the staff have been told not to take time off in the April period, so read into that what you will. I, d-
1: I would be surprised if she goes down the Linda roo which She's going to want to do it her way. The there are so many alternative, no birthing, much hipper ways to have a baby. at
0: home. Um, Frimley Park, which I think was a dud. Um, or Portland, which is just up the road. But they don't have a... I don't they know, do they, now. Do they do? Yes, they do change. have a She could have the baby there. Yeah. Okay, well, again... Your guess is as good as mine at the moment. I right, have no well, intel. we will
2: keep you posted. I, I hope we'll get it's some something
1: time. a little um, bit offbeat and unusual. Home, birth. I want this to be more to this. Charles yeah. and
0: Camilla uh, going to Cuba. That was confirmed yesterday. I want to that see had them been doing been salsa. Good exclusive by my uh, Daily Mail colleague last in in. December about them going to Cuba obviously the first royals to ever go to the communist yep. country major deal that will be that'll be a tour within the Caribbean in the spring so that will be a big deal um, are you going to
2: get to go to the Caribbean in the spring I don't do we know. have to hate or yeah. i feeling
0: so so the sorry weather. for you right I'll now I might be busy, I might not. Um, obviously, this this Kate engagement next Wednesday is going to be a big deal. So the Duchess of Cambridge is to attend the Royal Foundation's Mental Health in Education Conference. Obviously, we've spoken about my views about what she should or should not be doing at the moment. But it said the conference will bring together delegates from cross-mental health and education sectors. Um... Hey, hosted by Kate Silverton bringing head teachers in from number schools, talking about mentally healthy schools programs. So maybe we will see a speech place to be. Are there a few other charities that she is um, intertwined with? So fingers crossed, we will see some, something worthwhile of us commenting on
2: and plenty more engagements coming up I think over the course of February already confirmed Um, and we also still need to look out for the Six Nations as well because Megan didn't go at all last year did she no so come on Megan get down and they didn't
0: even do any rugby when they went to Australia and New Zealand so Harry Mm. must be chomping at the bit Mm. to go and see some rugby
2: get down the rugby Megan it's great fun and we've got an early start and we have Amber and I have an early start tomorrow to go to Kensington Palace so that will be very exciting we'll you that as a special so double pod save the queen fun with us this time so it won't be very long but until next time pod save the queen